0: Welcome to the Developers Road, and this is Launch Week. The Developers Road is dedicated to helping developers discover and build the next version of their careers. Join me as we get the stories, the views, and the predictions from some of the top industry leaders, and discover how to use their successes and failures as a roadmap for our own careers. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and to check us out at DevelopersRoad.com. Now it's time for a story from the Developers Road. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Developer Roads Podcast. We are still in launch week, and today for this episode, I have Billy Hollis with me. How
1: are you doing, Billy? I'm doing good. It's a beautiful 70-degree and sunny day in Tennessee. Nice.
0: So uh, as we're doing with all these episodes for launch week, we are basically bringing on um, a group of leaders in the industry and asking them pretty much all the same question, which is, in 2020, what is... The, and on top of your mind, kind of the, the one thing developers should be looking at, like as far as career building and such going down the road.
1: Well, I'm sure that other people are going to talk about some of the compensations for the virtual distributed environments that we have now. So I'm going to do talk about something a little more fundamental for that, I think. Okay. I want to talk about not neglecting some of the soft skills in favor of technology and code. Because when I see developers whose careers tend to stall out, that seems to be about the most common mistake that I see. If all you worry about is code and technology, and you just want to sort of keep your head down developing apps, then you're taking a pretty serious chance with your career there. There's quite a bit of risk that um, probably sometime in your late 40s or early 50s, you'll find yourself without a job in the unemployment line, that's very, very common for people who are, who consider their value to be primarily in the technology or code space. And and if that happens, then you'd be on sort of a level playing field with a lot of younger developers, and they're probably going to be a lot less expensive than you are. They probably will work for much less than you're used to getting, but soft skills tend to endure. Uh, Tech stuff, you know, it goes out in a couple of years, but Certain soft skills, like presentation skills, are, once you learn them, you pretty much got them for for your entire career. One example that comes up a lot that I see, especially in the modern world where there's a lot of agile development and there's just, you know, we just constant, we have to to get things happening. Uh, There seem to be a lot of people in that space who say some variation of, the users don't know what they want, so we have to build something and show them. Now, that's probably true on occasion, but it's not true nearly as many times as these people seem to think, at least according to my experience, because I go out and talk to people and figure out what they want, and the success rate at figuring that out is pretty high. I think these developers are kind of missing the point. It's true that users don't usually know what a new app is supposed to look like, but they know their jobs. They're not... UX designers and neither are developers, but, but we are the technicians. We're the ones that are supposed to be figuring out how to serve them. So developers should be able to observe users and abstract from that, um, the basics of how an app needs to behave and look, and that's a skill. It has to be developed. What those developers who want to jump right in and start, start writing something, what they're really assuming is that they can't even develop that skill. So, but they don't even want to try. But in my experience, most developers can learn to do a decent job of observing users and showing them some well sketched out designs in brief for some feedback before starting to lay down any code. And I think they'll get much more valuable results, much closer to the target for the user um, and, and in, in shorter timeframes. And it also really builds your reputation with the developer, with the user rather. And in many cases, sort of spreading out your reputation building is is very helpful to a career. If if what you're primarily focused on doing is impressing other developers, well, okay, that's good. They will probably offer you opportunities, and that's a good thing. But spreading out your reputation through some of these soft skills is even better. And um, I think of some other soft skills being things like how to interview a developer. Think about that. Almost all developers, if they reach a certain point of maturity on a team, are going to have to go out and interview some other developers at, at some point. How many people work on doing that well? Right. I, I I really consciously focused on that early in my career, and I ended up writing uh, and producing a course for LinkedIn Learning on how to interview a developer. So if you want to get kind of get started on developing that skill, you can go out and look for that. Uh, presentation skills, I mentioned those earlier, that will accelerate almost any career just the basics. How to prepare, how to do slide decks, how to sound professional by avoiding some of the common bad habits. I recently did an article on, on LinkedIn too about five speaking ticks that annoy your audience. And it surprised me how many of these speaking ticks I hear in actual people who, who are in this, the same conference speaker circuit that you, are, you and I are in. And then there's architecture and conceptual skills, all of those last Longer than tech skills. I'm I'm surprised, for example, in many cases, by developers whose understanding of object orientation or enter development is actually pretty superficial. And these days, of course, you have to understand some of the concepts about the cloud because you're going to be designing and, and architecting apps for it. So uh, I, I think the, the mental model that some people like to use who, who talk about this stuff is having a talent stack. And, and the, the, the elements in the stack, the different skills, both technical and soft skills, reinforce one another. Uh, they give you more opportunities over time. So um, I, I feel like that, that any developer that is planning for the long term certainly doesn't want to get caught in the trap of knowing a technology that becomes effectively kind of obsolete. So you have to keep up with your tech skills. But also the soft skills are a, are a good, good way to get some insurance against that
0: right makes sense i mean you look at project stuff i've been on i mean just having the soft skills even if your tech skills do like run out you know and uh, run out meaning you know whatever for my case i was a big software developer it's stale it's stale, you know, get stale. there's the there's the word. word um you know that stuff's a lot easier to pick up i mean cuz at this point once you've learned a few you know different languages it's all syntax for the most part i mean it's you can you know, it's the nuances of the language and stuff, but you could get around once if you, you know, if you've been around, you know, done an expression of several different languages, but that, you know, just that being able to to listen, I think that, you know, I was talking with somebody earlier, you know, and one of the earlier episodes, and it's just the fact that people don't like to listen, I think, or or don't have a good, don't do a good job at listening. I don't say they don't like to, but, you know, listen to what the users really are trying to tell you.
1: That, well, I- not being able to listen effectively isn't just a problem with developers. It's, it's a problem <laughs> with human beings. Uh, and actually that I have in that, in that thing on, on how to interview developers. I spend about, about four or five minutes talking about listening skills and how to build those up. There's a great book called The Charisma Myth by Olivia Fox Cobain. She has an entire chapter on listening and how to build those skills. It turns out that most people only actively listen for less than 15 seconds before their mind wanders in some (laughs) cases less than 10. Uh, and you can build that up with exercises. So yeah, you're right. Keying in on listening is a skill that will not just help you in your career, might save your marriage.
0: (laughs) Very true. Very true. All right. Well, Hey, Billy, I do appreciate it. And thanks for being part of launch week. Now, um, where can people get a hold of you?
1: Well, you can uh, get my Twitter at, at Billy Hollis is, is pretty easy. I'll put a lot of stuff out there. And if they'd like to email me uh, Billy Hollis all one word at live.com is kind of my general anybody gets access to it email so I'd love to hear from.
0: Them. Excellent well I appreciate it and uh, y'all make sure to check back check back later on. we're gonna have Billy on for another episode in probably about a uh, probably about a week and a half two weeks from now. Thanks again Billy. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us on the developers road. if you like this episode please make sure to give it a like and to leave us a comment. Make sure to subscribe to the Developers Road so you don't miss an episode and to go to developersroad.com to keep up to date with everything going on with this podcast and much, much more. Until next time, keep one arm out the window, the wind in your hair, and I'll see you somewhere down the Developers Road.